yo yo what's up we're in a change of scenery we have officially moved the lift and coast studio um you know working out a few kinks so bear with us but we've got hungry in a few days how you feeling um i feel really good i think when you think about hungry like i said on the last podcast it's not gonna be as fun of a circuit but it's still a grand prix race weekend so it's gonna be really good um what 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 does this track scream to you off the jump? What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of Hungary Grand Prix and you look at the track? It's just got one big straight. I you know what it says to me? Fidati Scuderia. This is a Ferrari should dominate this yeah, track. That's kind of how I feel. You know, if you're Red Bull, you've just got that one big straight. We've come off what? How many back to back races where there's multiple long straights? Yeah, I mean, listen, they got a decent straight. Um, in in turn three to turn four, like the end of sector one. Yeah, that's decent. And you know, the turn at, like the turn at number four isn't that bad. We also didn't get to really see Red Bull, remember because Perez DNF'd and Max got hit. So remember their car was really strong in corners. So we didn't really get to see last year, but Mercedes dominated obviously, but I'm very curious to see what the track looks like, but I really think that this should be a Ferrari dominated track. Well, Benato's come out with some big energy. He said that this is going to be a Ferrari one too. Yeah, I mean, it should be. The track is made for them. Their car looks a lot better. And he's confident that they're going to win 10 more races this year. I'm glad to hear it. I mean, why don't they get a good pitch strategy before they start talking like that? <laughs> but um, I also think Mercedes has a good chance on this track too. They've been, you know, they've shown that their car is good in corners too when they've optimized their setup. So, you know, there's no FP1 of Nick DeVries. I feel like they should be able to at least not compete for pole, but, you know, make it a little interesting where people have a little bit of false hope. That's what I kind of feel. Could be wrong. Yeah. Oh, but on that point, Toto said that exactly what you said. Despite the double podium, we still have to win races. Yeah, I mean... Like they got work to do. They got work to do. I, like I said, I'm not coming from a negative place. It's just, here are the facts. They came with upgrades. They look slower, or if not just as slow. That means their upgrades didn't do anything. And their double podiums are circumstantial. That's okay. That's part of racing. Like, you're going to get podiums off of circumstance. But that's not why Mercedes wants podiums. That's what how Alpine gets podiums. That's how McLaren yeah, gets podiums. Yeah, it shouldn't be Mercedes. And yeah. the, that's the issue when you're playing catch up, bro. Like you're playing catch up and if you're at a disadvantage already and everyone else is, they're also making upgrades. Yeah, so it'll be very interesting to see, but I think Mercedes themselves got a long way to go. But I think this track is not a bad track for them. I, I really think that based off what you know about, they're pretty good at cornering when they configure the car there. There's only really one big massive straight, which they may lose a lot of time off of, but I think that they'll have probably- you, um, Have you driven it on F1? I hate this circuit. It looks very technical. I hate the circuit. So do you think this is where Lewis will shine? Um, I actually think George has a better weekend. I think George is gonna have a better weekend. I think Lewis is the, obviously the better driver, but I think George is gonna have a better weekend. That's just kind of my first thoughts. We'll see. I think that, mm, nah, I think Lewis is going to continue to show that he's hitting a stride now. And especially with this course, like it, it, to me, it looks more technical. I think that Lewis is going to come out ahead. I don't hate it. I just, I just have a odd feeling that George is the one that has a great weekend this week. Um, I will throw this out to you too, right? When you kind of throw it all in perspective, right? Lewis is the better driver. George is always younger. He did obviously have a great Hungarian Grand Prix last year in terms of, you know, everything that happened other than Alonso holding him up. I feel like that was a big dent on him. 
he's shown he can drive the course well. So I see where your optimism come from. But at the end of the day, like this is a Ferrari track. So for sure, I think it's going to be a clean one, two. I don't think it's going to be a one, two. The thing is, Ferrari car wise is a Ferrari track. Come on. We, we've seen what Ferrari's been as a constructor with their strategy and their calls, which has been absolutely terrible. I don't think they're going to screw it up again this weekend. I mean, you're optimistic, sir. <laughs> I think they're screwing it up for sure. Um, one thing we got to look into or listen to before, uh, before the weekend is Mike Crack was on Beyond the Grid and he's talking. Did you listen to it yet? I listened. I just started it, but bits and pieces of working with Vettel and what the future at Aston Martin looks like. And we said we're going to do an Aston pod. So we got to digest that. And in the summer break, you and I got to come back <laughs> here really, and break it down. Do you really want to talk about Sebastian Vettel? I don't want to talk about Vettel. Sorry, sorry. Aston Martin. My, like, at the end of the day, it's like, who the hell is Mike Crack? Like, like, not in terms of like in a demonstrative way, but who is Mike Crack? Bro, Mike Crack is a golden child who's going to bring them to the future. But that's my whole question. Like, who is Mike Crack? Like, why not pull like Toto's apprentice in Mercedes? Or Yeah, don't take someone who's never actually won. Yeah, I mean, like, I think that... Not to be harsh, but... It's like, why not pull, like, one of Red Bull's, uh, like, Christian Horner's disciples or, like, Toto's disciples? Like, as much as we hate Christian Horner, he's a, he won four times in a row. His car's, his car's been competitive for the last 10 years. Facts. Sorry, in the last 15 years. So, like, pull someone within the Red Bull camp. Pull someone within the Mercedes camp. It's Give crazy. A Red Bull and Mercedes have dominated the sport for over a decade. Mm-hmm. I mean... Mainly Red, um, Red Bull hasn't dominated, but they've both been at the upper echelon of the sport for 15 years. Like I know Mercedes was still competitive. They weren't the best team, but they were finishing third or fourth in the constructor. So shout out to them for being good. And good also so it, like Ferrari, like Ferrari's not going to win this year. Well, we'll find out, man. Listen, we know this year can change quickly. Like Bonato's saying they're going to win 10 races. But think about There's this. only what, 11 left? Uh... Yeah, no, there's less. There's 12. There's 22 races. Well, we're at 13. There's 10 races. How are you going to win every race? We're at the, we, you, we passed the halfway mark. There's 22 races. We passed the halfway mark. There should be like 11 or 10 races left. Yeah, so here's my thing. This is what I'm going to throw it to you, right? We didn't think Ferrari would be in this situation, did we? No, we thought they were going to be fighting in the top three. This could flip and turn over to Red Bull next week. Like Red Bull can go through five or four races with disaster reliability. So it's going to be tough, but Ferrari is going to need a prayer slash miracle for something to happen. I still think Mercedes is going to beat Ferrari on the year. Yeah, I, th- I think you're dreaming. I really think you're dreaming positively, which I'm not mad at as a 44 fan. point difference. But, but your car is not, not there. Yeah, but remember... I'm also optimistic and Mercedes is going to get their car there. But how, how, when are they going to figure it out? Post-summer break. So even if they figure it out. And remember, circumstantially, I was optimistic on Ferrari right now. You're saying they may screw it up again. Like Ferrari, no, I said Red Bull's going to start screwing it up. Okay, That's okay. what I'm saying. Like, my last point was that, you know, the, the, the script could flip on Red Bull where they have the issues. I don't think Ferrari's going to have as many mistakes. I think they're going to figure out those things, but they're still going to have minor mistakes. Here's my thing. I understand where you're coming from. I see the optimism. I get it. But Mercedes can flip the script, bro. They they have a half a second to make up. That's a lot harder than just getting your strategy right but in your calls. But the science says if, massive if, you unlock it, you're untouchable. But you're asking for a big if. We're asking Ferrari to clean up the strategy. Yeah. And <laughs> also, I think stra- 
which one's easier to clean up your strategy or the big if of figuring out your car? What is more likely? Figuring out your strategy. However, I think Ferrari is broken. We now have Bonato speaking out of character. It's not who he is. Charles Leclerc is hiding in a corner somewhere. Why do you call him Charles Leclerc, by the way? His name is Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc. <laughs> Thanks Look, for correcting me. Charles Leclerc. He, you know, he says, Charles. Either, <laughs> he says either way works, but he's literally said in his Alpha Male video, it's Charles Leclerc. Okay, <laughs> so Charles Leclerc. Um, I'm just going to say Charles. He's like, did you see like how he's just, he doesn't want to even like be around anyone right now. I don't blame him, but I think we talked about it when Joe had his big crash. There's a mental side to the sport that I don't think is talked about enough. I think Charles has been working with Jacques Villeneuve or something, hasn't he? He's been working with someone yeah, he, on, uh, in his, on his championship pedigree, whatever you want to say, for mental um, sports psychology. He said he doesn't want to see anyone until he gets to Hungary. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's just locked in, right? Um, Yo, Lewis is posting him on the sim, bro. I mean, you know, it's not last year. Lewis on the sim don't mean nothing to me now this year. It <laughs> <laughs> don't mean that you're going to win a race. Last year when he posted on the sim, oh, you knew he was going to win that race. But um, I want to throw this out to you. Kind of side topic. You just said Charles, right? Is F1 the only sport where you can just go by one name and it doesn't mean you have to be great? Because think about it. Like we only Michael, Kobe, LeBron. I don't know. I think like that's applicable to all sports. No, it's not. We speak of Yuki, one word. And, And you know who he is. Yeah, but you say LeBron. But LeBron's the greatest of all. One of the greatest. Of, you think we're saying that about OG Ananobi? Or no. you think we're saying, like, like what, you're only saying that about the greatest There's players. only 20 drivers. That's, what so I'm that's why it makes so sense. So it's like, you can say Valtteri, you can say Danny, and you know. How many Michaels, how many Jasons, <laughs> like, think about how many of these names yeah. there are in other sports. So, like, think about, like, the worst driver in the grid, Latifi. He goes by one name, or we, or we call him, or they call him Nikki. You're the only thing of Nick, Nicholas Latifi. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I you, mean, I think it it's obvious. There's only 20. But I was saying, that's the one sport where you can go by one name and not be great. Kind of crazy. It, it is kind of crazy. Because you're so recognized. Yeah, because like, and that's, but that's why you have to give these flower, uh, these drivers their flowers because they are one of 20. Keep on that, crazy. on the same notion. Latifi is the worst driver on the grid, right? I, I, I would, I, I would agree. I can okay. If we take the NBA and we take a starting player on one team and there's only 30 teams, there's only five people who start. And yeah. we're saying a guy who starts all year round, I really know he doesn't question. even have the social media following that Latifi has. Oh yeah, Ken Birch. Or others, but like Latifi has over a million I know, followers. I just making the comparison, Ken Birch and Nicholas Latifi. Yeah, like... Ken Birch is a starting player for Canada's team, Toronto Raptors, and he's got what, less than 100K followers? 30, 40K. Yeah. But that's just one. There's many NBA players like yeah. that. So like you got, you guys just got to, you may respects. be the worst driver on the grid in F1, but you still have more fame. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, he won't be a driver next year, but it is what it is. But he's got a platform now. You know, that's a good thing. It's like, you brought up a good topic. He's got a million followers, but what do you do with a million followers? If you're not racing anymore, Nicholas Latifi. Oh shit. 559. Take it all back. He's still got 600K at the end of the day, right? But here's my thing. Even with 600K, right? What does that mean? You're not driving anymore. You're you're not making money off your Instagram. You're going to end up like Danny Kivad racing in NASCAR. Hey, listen. Nicholas will race somewhere else. But he's he's not an influencer. Like if Lewis left, Lewis would still make money off his Instagram page. Brands would want to endorse him. 
right? Lando, I'm sure brands want to endorse him like Toomey and all that stuff. But yo, Danny Kivat, 560K. It's on par. Yeah. But Nicholas Latifi is Canadian boy, so maybe he gets some Canadian spot. Hey, Dan, Danny Kivia got that Russian money, bro. Oh, he got back. He probably got that Russian sponsorship. But anyways, let's get back to Hung- a Hungarian Grand Prix, a.k.a. Budapest. So last year, we had Valtteri execute Order 33. Which is incredible. Okay, we had Lewis start on the, on, the, on the intermediates, on himself, on the grid. We've never seen that before. Hilarious. Do we even sniff half of that drama in Budapest this year? I haven't even looked at the forecast, but it, if it's going to be wet, I mean... You expect there to be that much drama? I don't think, I don't think any race in Budapest will ever, make, will ever make up for this one. Last year. Yeah, because think about it. You had Lewis start by himself on the grid. It was so weird. You had, obviously, George says, at this rate, I don't think anybody's staying on the intermediates. They all pit, right? I still go back to like, why did they not pit Lewis? That was a mistake by the... By- Bono. Was, I think it was Lewis's call, by the way, because you don't get to call in. Or there's no communication. I think you can talk through the lines, but you can't speak yeah. back and forth. But also, once they saw Lewis stay out, everyone else pitted. Like, you have to dictate well, Ocon that. went second. Remember, Ocon went in. Don't forget, too. We had the accident. So, forget. Don't, that's high drama. We had Lewis versus Alonso. That was a great racing duel. We that, was, a, that was like almost close was, to 10 laps. It was a great race, right? So, I don't know if a race ever makes up that type of drama. But I still expect a fun weekend. It's a technical circuit. I think this weekend we get a very, very interesting Ferrari duel. I think we will see that. I think we'll see a Red Bull duel too. Do we start to see maybe like Carlos start to do better because of all the shit that Charles has gone through? No, I think it's almost like the flip has switched though to now the pressure's on Charles. No, I I don't think it's like that um, yet. I think that the year's gone on. We're at the halfway point. Carlos is more comfortable in his car. Like we said, I don't think he's as natural driver as Charles. So I think naturally we're going to see some improvement from him, right? Like I think that's naturally going to come. And we, yeah, Carlos does, will do better as, as the year goes on. I also think too, when you kind of flip, when you think about it, he's already been dealing with this pressure. So it's like, it's not going to get any bigger. So he's probably learning how to cope with it more. He's probably like, fuck it. I, this, it is what it is. I'm just going to race. So he's going to actually get better. And I think Charles, like, Charles has made two mistakes all year, right? Well, he has, but his team's made more. Yeah, so I think we don't even know if last week was his mistake. Yeah, we still don't know. We, it, for all There's we know, been a lot of videos online that are all conspiracy theories. And I'm like, this is crazy. If his throttle opened up and Ferrari told him to say it's his fault, we'll never know the truth, right? So let's say he's made one and a half mistakes. It's not like Charles has been bad, right? So... I don't think the pressure has got to Charles yet. I literally think that was, I, I'm still under belief that that's a Ferrari throttle. I really do believe that. I believe that too. Do you think if Charles doesn't win this year, does he ever win a championship? No. Yeah, for sure. I think he wins a championship. I mean, you have to look at this, right? Ferrari's going to be good for the next five years because they're ahead in the era, right? Like, they're going to be good. They're going to at least be competitive. Red Bull may come up with something crazy. Mercedes might be that elevates them, but they're going to be within the pack. So has Charles shown you he's not a world championship level driver? No. So there's nothing that I believe that says he can't win a world championship. But I think the top is going to start to get more crowded. It is, but... Because Lando's at McLaren for a while now. But, but McLaren won't be competitive in 2024 until they get a wind tunnel. I guarantee you. They're not really going to compete. And then by that time, 
I mean, you have three years, but then who knows? Ferrari may make a better car. Yeah, I, I think that this era or really the sport for as long as we've known it. And if you go back, it's always been dominated. Yeah, but I still don't see like, I don't think McLaren ever like enters, really enters like the top echelon. I think McLaren is one of them going to drop out. Well, I'd say one of them is going to drop out. I think there will always only be three horses. One of them will always drop out. It kind of sucks. Like you want to see more than three. Yeah, I mean, that's ideal. But in any era, have we seen five cars or four four race cars actually? No, no, but that's where it's like today with the technology and how much we know. And but there's always with spending. money. There's always spending cap. There's always difference of drivers and actual teams. Which like, will will Aston ever get there? I, ex- I expect Red Bull or Mercedes to drop out when McLaren enters a conversation again. Like, that's the reality of it. I don't think Ferrari will ever drop out because it's Ferrari. Like Ferrari holds such prestige where like you can get the best engineers, you can get the best drivers. Like it doesn't matter. Like Ferrari for, for, for as long as Ferrari's in F1, it will always hold. They've, they haven't finished in this um, era of Red Bull Mercedes. They haven't finished lower than third, right? No, remember 2021, they did fourth. When McLaren finished fourth, a third. third and yeah, they finished, that's right. I think they finished fifth because Renault finished fifth, fourth. Remember the year Danny took Renault to fourth? But anyway, I uh, know. And any a racing point, they had a great year. So regardless of the point, I don't think Ferrari will ever be held down for a long time. Like, I think they'll always be good. But someone's going to drop out, whether it's Red Bull or Mercedes. One will drop out. Fair. If Toto leaves, I, I would be... I, I would think Mercedes would probably drop. Because they I agree with that point. Unless, they have, unless they've brought, like, a successor along throughout the, throughout the years and someone that can take Toto's place, like, you don't replace great leadership... And I don't think Mercedes holds enough weight yet like Ferrari does. It will one day. But if Toto leaves next year. Who is Toto's like, I'm sure strategically they talk about it, like who will take his maybe, spot? Maybe they don't because he has no plans of leaving for the next 10 years. He has to have someone he's grooming. Everyone does. He does, but maybe he's not grooming him till 2025. Yeah. Maybe he has his exit. If we spoke to people within the team, like I wonder who that individual is. Yeah, but like we said, until Toto sees an end, he might not be grooming anybody. He might have like five guys that he sees in line that he's like, okay, this guy, this guy, this guy. But he may not actually be grooming anybody until, you know, his plan may be to usher Mercedes into the next era where there's zero emissions in 2026 or 2030, sorry. Like that may be his end goal. So he might start grooming somebody in 2026. But let's get back into that. Maybe it's his wife. Susie, Susie's a goat. I love Susie's Twitter and all that stuff. But um, I want to talk about Red Bull. We talked about last one. Max hasn't looked like Max, like what we Max saw is last chilling because there's no real pressure. He's chilling. Um, do we see a dominant performance from Max in terms of car performance, raw pace? Like, I don't think so. I think Max is just can't wait to get a summer break. Really, eh? I think there's a lot of drivers that just want to get to summer break. I think that Max is going to put on a, a blistering performance. I, I I expect to see Max throw out like a very, 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 like, for his car. Like, even if Ferrari's a better car, I expect him to put his car in the, on the edge this week. The reason why? Because he wants to, like, strengthen going into summer break his hold. Like, absolutely like, put, like, kind of a nail into the coffin. And I also expect to not care too much about the car because they're going to summer break. So if you get into a little accident, you can move on. Like, he has a little buffer. So I expect him to dominate, like, in terms of, how much he puts into his car, riding it on the limit. 
We haven't had that classic performance yet. Remember how we talked about his car literally looks like a, a car on railroads, a, like a train on a railroad and just going. I haven't seen that yet. I, I want that from him this week and I'm going to manifest it. Okay. Okay. I mean, we've seen his emotions get a little bit heightened this year when the whole, everything happened. DRS. With, <laughs> but also, yeah, that, the Monaco situation. But now it's pretty apparent, like, Checo's got no chance. Yeah. The, Checo I, could be perfect. The team's not going to let him win. I want to talk to you about Checo. What does he do this weekend? He's had two tough weekends. Because the team's not helping him. Well, he's had That's three, what it feels well, like. No, I mean, he had two DNFs. Remember George hit him, his engine. So he's had three tough weekends. I mean, last weekend wasn't the worst, but George like beat him. So it's a tough weekend. Do we see him bounce back and maybe hit a podium? Like you would expect it, but I don't think it's happening. Yeah, I really see a Ferrari one, two and Max coming in third. Like, or I see Max splitting up the Ferraris. I really see a, there could be two Ferraris on the podium for sure. Unless there's technical issues. That's what I see. Or dramatics like last year. Yeah, I mean, if it's drama, it's drama. Um, anything else you want to kind of cover before we get into draggers and predictions? I think we should get into that. It's always exciting when we got back-to-back race weeks. This is the last one before summer break. So we, we didn't did. even talk about Danny Rick. I, there's nothing to talk, nothing about, to talk about there. Danny this Rick's been very Danny focused Rick. on the top three. So, you know what? That's fair. Let's, let's do it. Let's get into it. Danny Rick is Danny Rick. So who's your dragger of the week? My dragger of the week. I'm picking first this time because you got the last time. Easy for me. I'm going with Yuki. I ride or die with my guy, Yuki Sonoda. Going with the Yukinator, eh? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not giving you the opportunity to pick him this week. I'm picking Yukes. And you can't pick Charles. Like, Charles don't count, bro. No, no, I'm not doing that, even though you've done that before. No, Charles is the best car on the grid. Lewis Hamilton didn't make it into Q3. There's a difference. <laughs> bro, you're going, but, but Yuki DNF'd. Okay, but Yuki sometimes okay, he, so go, you, go with Yuki. Sometimes go with Yuki goes into Q three. Like he he's not a guaranteed lock. Charles is a guaranteed one two. I'm gonna go with Sebastian Vettel. Wow, Seb, what's your reasoning behind Seb? He's gonna finish in the top ten, bro. I just expect Yuki to have a good weekend and bounce back. But but just so the listeners know, Yuki sometimes doesn't make it out of Q one, bro. It's not like Charles. Charles is the best car in the grid. For it's sure, different. I think we've got good picks. Yuki and Seb. I I. I I was going to ride out with Joe because I expect him to finish out. I mean, you could pick Botti. I could have picked Botti. I looked at Joe too. I even looked at Mick. Mick's, Mick. But I, I think Haas going to have issues. Yeah, I think Haas will bounce back this week. I think Botti is going to... Remember I said he was gonna, he's my, he, he was going to bounce back? Botti's just look worse and worse. Yo, Botti is on the decline. And I've said that. Botti's on the decline. Okay. You're one, you're one, through, uh, one through five in qualifying. All right, let's see. One through five. So I'm going to go Charles Leclerc. He's going to be locked in. Carlos Sainz. Actually, no, no. Charles Leclerc, Max Verstappen, Carlos Sainz, Lewis Hamilton, Sergio Perez. George would be after. By the way, so we didn't talk, touch on this, but it seems like Ferrari has a way better grasp on tire deck than Red Bull. Mm. Think about it. Those guys were having tire issues in the last three races before Red Bull, before Ferrari was. In the last three races. Remember yeah, that? I mean, Carlos was able to push the mediums like far. Yeah. So, but I just want to throw that out there. Um, I have Charles, Max, Carlos, Checo. Ooh, Lewis. Kind of close. I got, yeah. 
Um, and race day. What do you got for race day? I'm sticking to my same as last week. Lewis is winning this Grand Prix. Why is Lewis winning this Grand Prix? It's going to be some <laughs> circumstances, brother. <laughs> okay. And he's getting, he's going to become the first driver to win in the 300 club. Okay. That's fair. Um, if you said because his car is better, he's a better I was going to say no, but if you say the circumstances, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I got to stick to it. Yeah, Lewis, Charles, Carlos, Max is DNFing. George is fourth. Checo's fifth. You know, you did say that there's going to be Ferrari one too early in the podcast, right? I did, but then I had to just switch back up. Okay. To my, to my That's leader. fair. I got Ferrari one, two. I got Max third, Checo fourth and George fifth. Okay. Um, we both think Mr. Consistency continues his streak this week. Cause you yeah, got George fourth. Yeah. I'm waiting for the loose DNF because there's not, there hasn't been a loose DNF He's, yet. Yo. The loose DNF is coming. So until he, the loose DNF comes, I'm predicting a loose DNF. Okay. The loose DNF is happening this weekend. But if he doesn't DNF, I think George's <laughs> Mr. Consistency streak ends. Yo, Louis just needs another great start. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. Yeah. You think it ends? If, if Louis doesn't DNF, this is where George's streak ends. Damn. Okay. That's where George's streak ends. Right before summer break like that? Yeah. Okay. I hate, it, things got to come to an end, right? His streak's got to end. And Lewis has got a DNF. One of those are coming. Yeah. One of those are breaking. Um, but thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you guys all week because it's race week. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace.